Live from the Crystal Mat, I am Erin Drake Lee, and this is Rituals, Remedies, and Alchemy. Open-hearted conversations with friends, practitioners, teachers, chosen family, guides, and others, where we're generously digging into the messiness of our humanity while highlighting our grounding, healing, and thriving practices. Rituals, Remedies, and Alchemy, also known as RRA, does not fit into a single box. It is an ever-expanding exploration and shifts with every conversation. Episodes will be as unique as the guests themselves, raw, open, hilarious, educational, inspirational, and deep. We are non-conforming, and we don't expect our guests or our listeners to be either. Let's get weird. A little bit about me and Jess Zeno, my guest today. Wanting to share a little bit about our origin story, just to give you a little background on how we came to be such amazing friends. She picked me up at my neighborhood coffee shop when I was with Maceo Baby and asked me, is that your baby? And I said, of course, that's my baby. And she says, that's the coolest baby I've ever seen. And I said, well, thank you so much. She said, well, you must be the coolest mom I've ever seen. And I said, well, that is possible. And then from there, she convinced me into investing in her company and the rest is history. So, uh, I think you'll understand why once you start to listen. And as you do listen, if you do have babies around, just please be aware that she's a little bit of a language wildcard user. So you might want to keep them at arm's length uh, from this one. Do please enjoy. Uh, hopefully you enjoy as much as we enjoyed ourselves. And uh, yeah, there you go. Bye. Since you have been um, resting until yes. this point, mm-hmm. uh, do we still need to ground or are you grounded? Oh, I feel pretty fucking grounded. I mean, you're pretty grounded. I think we might skip it today. Folks oh, might be disappointed. Okay, but what is the ritual of the grounding? I want to maybe do you explore. Want, you want to do this ritual together? Absolutely. Okay, we're going to do the ritual. It's a somatic grounding experience to get into our bodies drop down i have had a busier morning Mm -hmm. um so and just generally speaking these last few weeks my energy is explosive um in this sense of just like ideas and things and hopping and so i'm a little buzzy um and the grounding of things hold on for you to know just for this if we're recording and there's video and video will be shown somewhere i close my eyes a lot when i'm like thinking through what you're saying and receiving i close my eyes a lot so just FYI. i i appreciate and i receive this i will take note we will make sure to only use video of your eyes being closed you're welcome okay <laughs> so welcome jess zano I am happy to see a gorgeous face on the Zoomers. 
Um, looking gorgeous, darling. This haircut, doing it. <sighs> we are going to drop in to our bodies to get grounded together. A welcome ritual. I'm, Your eyes are already closed. I'm about We're it. already going. I'm there. We're are, you're, I'm are, there. you're already there. You're already there. And let me join you. Let me join you on the there. Let's get to there. Okay. Can you feel your legs on your seat? I can. Do you feel the seat supporting you? I do. Mm. Are your feet touching the floor? They are not. I knew it. That's why I had to ask. What can you hear happening around you? The birds outside are very loud. Mm. What kind of birds are these? I do not know the specification of bird. I am not a birder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you're supposed to get hysterical. I'm not an ornithologist, <laughs> but I wanted to get. Laughing, though, is part of healing, and so we accept anything that comes up. I'll, I'll improv and say there's sparrows outside. And as an also not burned person, I will accept this because I wouldn't know otherwise. <laughs> now, are there any hummingbirds involved? Oh, wow. When you said that, I envisioned them, and, I, and they do hang around mm. in my yard, but I, I'm, I'm inside, so I, I, cannot, I mm. cannot confirm and or deny the hummingbirds. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you feel your breath going in and out? Oh, yeah. Oh, that one mm. helped. I needed that one. Hmm. Um, can you identify a place and allow yourself to soften? I can. Let's give it an extra breath. And welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm not going to start with the jingles this early. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's where I was going. Yeah. Jeez. Yes, we are in sync today. This is going to be special, guys. Get pumped. So, um, Jess. Aaron. I was, you know, I, uh. I wasn't sure exactly where we should start, but uh, you have started a new path involving many modalities at the same time. Very much similar to my approach. Let's do them all at once. <laughs> what are you <laughs> for maximum, maximum, maximum support, um, maximum healing exercises and processing? How do we get to the balance more faster? Well, what's funny, I just want to add one other word to that. We're just efficient people. We're just maximum efficiency. We just... Throw <laughs> it all in. What? <laughs> well, because we have many other things to do also at the same time, and so we've got to pack it in. I pack really in. do actually want to explore your question for a minute because I'm now just recognizing myself that... It's not mm. like, hey, let me dip the toe in. It's like, no. hey, we're going to do seven things all at the same time. And then that yes. kind of, I, that, I'm, I'm, a, I'm thinking back 
that that com- commitment to the change does hold a, an entire shift in it. It, re- um, it really yes. shifts you uh, radically when, mm-hmm. uh, when you say, you know what, I'm going to try TM and also quantum physics and also going mm-hmm. to be starting on uh, no sugar and also mm. listening to this pod and going into a um, self-imposed mental health sabbatical to completely mm-hmm. transform and metamorphosize my entire existence. Right. No big deal. Um, no big deal. We are committed to this healing. We will do whatever it takes to get the information, process the information, and elevate using our new tools. Yes. The tools are mage. You rattled many things. Pick one and help us understand better what that is. Excellent. What you've learned, what you know. <laughs> what you've learned in the last 72 hours and why you're now an expert. Go. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm an expert on all things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, listen. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm, you know what I am? I'm a student okay. and I'm an That's observer right. and I am now a full-on motherfucking receiver is what I am. I am the vessel. There we go. Yes, exactly. Which is an answer to your question a bit of. So I'm going to choose TM, which is Transcendental Meditation. Fantastic. Transcendental Meditation. What are you drinking? Is that a spirit? Uh, I'm drinking Spin Spin Drift. This is a spirit of the water genre, and this flavoring is blackberry. And is this a sponsor of your podcast? Possibly at one point or another. I'm gonna hustle it that money, does. hustle it's that spin my, drift my money. Favorite beverage. I like to drink the bubbly water. These were. This is how I used to make my beverages as uh, before the these beverages were popular. I would get juice, and I really only wanted sprinkle of juice and mostly bubbly water. You serve me well. You have cans of that in your refrigerator all day, every day. All day, every there are lots of flavors. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you about my latest favorite flavor? Well, one, I just want to say I wish I was at your house right now because I want that I blackberry. <sighs> I want that I can. But, but now there's pineapple. <gasps> what? Ooh. So delicious. It's my new fave. It's Ooh. my new fave. Is pineapple over blackberry? You know, it's like blackberry is a classic and pineapple is up a notch oh. of like, guys. We might go out back and lounge today, bring out the pineapple. Don't you feel like pineapple, like when you get a hit of pineapple, it immediately makes you feel tropical? Yes. It immediately Mm -hmm. transports you to, oh, I'm in Hawaii. Oh, I'm going to go to Honolulu today. Oh, I'm in wherever you drink a a tropical beverage. Yeah. Pineapple is fucking magical. It's pretty gosh darn delicious, I gotta say. The texture of it, the flavoring of it, like it is really hitting many notes. Pineapple as a fruit, sure, fine, cool. But pineapple <laughs> as an essence in a drink is everything. <laughs> <laughs> sure, fine. I mean... <laughs> Thank you, pineapple. Have a seat. The essence of the pineapple, though, is where it's at. I just, I, I, I accept essence. it. Whenever, whenever it's available, I say yes, please. Do you know what other essence I like? I like almond essence. Oh, mm, we're not on board. I'm not on board with this. You don't like no. an almond no. croissant? 
croissant. I do not. We were talking what? about this the other day. I do. No. I don't understand. No. See, a croissant, a croissant is meant to be butter, mm. chocolate. Mm. The Americans got involved and then you put this almond business, this goopy nonsense inside. I do, I'm not on board with a Danish and or a croissant involving that uh, pasty business. That's a no thank you. Are you a fan of marzipan at all? Do you like marzipan? I am not. Uh No. Uh I do not like marzipan. I do not like frosting. I do not like these things. Ganache? I do not like them. Well, ganache is chocolatey. It's the, the chocolatey genre. But I, I'm not a, really a fan of a pudding. I don't like a boba. I don't What's a boba want on a, the tea? A you custard. Know, I've nev- yeah. I've never had the boba. I've never once in my life had a boba. Can well, you believe it? Well, the reason it? why I know, I've never had it either because I don't want it. But I don't want it because I don't like tapioca. I do I not think- like these, these, these offerings. I don't mm. want them. Mm. So do you remember I, that? I, I, there was that spot in New York, do you remember? I believe it was on, I want to say Mott Street, but I may be wrong. It was like an all-rice oh, pudding going. space. I remember seeing it. I remember walking by and not understanding and wondering what was wrong with everybody. Just kidding. I, I mead this, yeah. this biachi rice pudding. Mead this biachi rice pudding. No. I hate rice pudding. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good thing. It's not so good. Mm. It's not so good at all. I don't want this. Mm-hmm. So back to your almond croissant. <laughs> so oh, back, I thought we were. I thought we were going to the croissant first. Back to transcendental. Back to the reason why you uh, <laughs> tolerate listening to our ridiculous nonsense. Get to the information, ladies. Let's get some healing going. Okay. So transcendental meditation. Okay. Pause. What did you know before you started that made you sign up? Then transition into. What was it when you actually got the experience going? I like this question. I was already going there before you asked oh, me. I heard your question before why, you actually asked This is why we it. are in love. That is exactly this right, because I literally heard the question before you asked the question. Um, so Our telepathy skills are really upped. You know, they're we... Really, they're very advanced. We they're should really advanced. actively try some shit out, you and I. I think we should. What dimension do we do it in? Eighth, of course. Do we know what dimension it's happening in? Eighth. I've recently been told that I'm of the tenth dimension, which what? I didn't even know. I didn't even. I didn't even know about that one. So let's stick to eight. Let's we'll talk about ten another time. I don't know that that much about it. I got described what I was looking like in the tenth dimension. We gotta find. Back to the. We need to find a practitioner who can tell us what we're in. Oh. We should I find know. that person. I mean, we kind of know that person a little I bit. <laughs> there are a roster of people in my back pocket. There are um, two yes. available to me to tell me what kind of alien I am. <laughs> Today, because I also like to switch it up at times. Okay, so... <laughs> Back to the question. Transcendental meditation. Okay. I knew about transcendental meditation. The first time that I had heard about it was actually um, like a long, long time ago when um, that movie about Andy Kaufman came out with uh, Which one? Uh, what was it? What's his face's name? Jim Carrey. Okay. Who you should mm-hmm. have as a guest on this podcast? Neither here nor there. I know. Um, I, know. I dig I his weird. I mu- he has a weird I mind. Really- 
Let's get weird. He's expansive. Yes. It's cool. Um, him and David Lynch. Throw them all in the pot. Mm. Let's have a big old, mm. I was going to just say, let's have like a spiritual orgy spi- with these fucking weirdos. Um, um, maybe just the conversational kind. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure, sure. Can't, can't say sure. I'm interested in the other version <laughs> with these members. Those men. <laughs> um, so there was a movie that came out many years ago. It might have been in like the 90s. It was the, it was about Charlie Kaufman. It was about Andy Kaufman, the mm-hmm, performance mm-hmm, artist. Mm-hmm. And Jim Carrey played him. And I was already reading Andy Kaufman's work and watching Andy Kaufman's work at that time. And yes. it was, I was into it. And then the movie came out and there's a scene in it in which, so Andy Kaufman was like a real practitioner of, uh, or a practicer, of a devotee of transcendental meditation. Um, okay. And that was the, I, there was a scene in the movie where at the end of the movie he's sitting in a plane and the plane is all over the place and it looks like they're going to crash and he goes to the back of the plane and just sits in, in silence and goes deep mm-hmm. into his transcendental meditation. That was the first time that I was like, oh, damn, I want to do that. Like, that was the first mm-hmm. time I mm-hmm. caught that thought of like, oh, that's interesting. And then yeah. throughout the years, there were people like David Lynch, who's pretty um, high profile in regards to his support and, 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 and furthering of TM knowledge. Like Jerry Seinfeld, who like is a, hmm. I'm a huge fan of. Um, I didn't know this. He is a trans- transcendental meditation person. Howard Stern is a transcendental meditation person. I, I, Not my fave. I, I tend to really like the the real um, uh, patriarchal New Yorkers. <laughs> okay. It's what I grew sure. up on. Personal choices, yeah. right? It's what I grew up on. It's what my mm-hmm. sort of where my humor was learned. Um, and these men all follow TM, and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I knew of it, and then. I've always wanted to be better at meditation. Uh, I've never okay. been able to settle myself in the quiet. Okay. And I don't know if that is general anxiety disorder. I don't know what it is. A good close friend of mine, Gavin, I don't know if you've ever met Gavin, but Gavin... I've heard you talk, but I don't think that I have. So Gavin and I met in Israel on some, like, mind-blowing spiritual trip, and he and I, I mean, we go to the depths. It is weird. We lose our bodies when we're together. It's weird. Um, But he's big on TM, and he was always sort of promoting TM. Recently, mm-hmm. my toolbox of spiritual advisors have, mm. or rather, let me say my spiritual entourage that is coming through the say, advisors. It's more, it's more of an entourage. The entourage that is coming through the medium, it has mm-hmm. been basically saying for a year now, if not a little bit more, this is what they say. Shut up and listen. That's the word. <gasps> Shut up and listen. I'll hear... Speak very softly and listen. Stop talking. Stop talking. And this has not come from just one person. It's come from like four or five. And so... Different voices, same message. Same message. Different mediums, same Mm -hmm. message. I think the voices are coming from the same spiritual line. I think it's coming from the other side, from the same other side people. I think it's coming from the guides Mm -hmm. um, and the universe um, but that's the message. And I okay. am hearing the message. I hear you. Thank you. I received the mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. 
I did feel as though recently I was going to actively and intentionally pursue that message. And my pursuit of that decided to be, you know what, transcendental meditation, what I know of it is that you go real deep into meditation. You, the idea is that you just go into the, completely into the stillness. And essentially, they give you a mantra. You're given a mantra that you don't speak about private, uh, publicly or even out loud. You never say it out loud. But you have right. this internal conversation with yourself that stills the mind, and you very naturally flow into this place where you, like, go away for a while. Laying um, down, sitting up. Anything that's comfortable to you, I tend mm-hmm. to sit. I'll just sit up. I get super comfy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sit up. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's really anything. It's not... You're not trying to grasp at anything. You're not trying to do mm-hmm. something. You're just trying to mm-hmm. be in the, in the stillness, in the natural okay. stillness of who we are. And so I have just started this practice, and it is very difficult for me. And I'm going to say it's a practice because I have to practice it yeah. because I'm not great at it right now. Well. It's, there you go. And Yet, I, right now, perfect finishers for that sentence. Yep. And I'm cool. We're, all practi- we're practicing all the time. Right. Whatever it is, it's ongoing practice. I am not judging well, on myself. I am no. merely right. observing. <clears throat> I am merely yes. observing and taking notes and like a scientist just sharing my notes about it. That's what this whole exercise is. What they say about TM, which is very interesting, is when your mind is doing that, what that uh-huh. is, because my mind doesn't calm down. Uh-huh. When your mind is doing that, <clears throat> it actually is your mind and your physical self spewing out your stress. <sighs> so when you can't stop, that's your body releasing all of the stress because it's, it's, it's attempting to get beneath the stress and it's attempting to get beneath the thought. But uh-huh. your body's like bugging out. Your ego's like bugging out. And so it's just, so I must be a very stressed person because I have a lot of thoughts. So the repetition of the mantra without pausing is what allows you to override the mind and drop down into the meditation. To me, it, I had, you have a teacher that kind of takes you through... How uh-huh, you, they're talking you through it. How often are they talking? No, you do a, what, what I did was I did, a, I did a course. You basically do like a TM course and you're given uh, five days to do like two hours a day, twice a day, 20-minute meditations. You should do twice a minute, 20, twi- twice a day, 20-minute meditations regardless. Um, but they give mm-hmm. you a teacher. That teacher is a direct descendant, they say, of this like Maharishi or like this like this guy named Dev or something. Um, but the Maharishi, but it all comes from this learning of this God, this like 1969, like hippie dude. Um, nice. But the butterfly just flew by and blew us a kiss. I think that that was the Maharishi actually. Oh, Mm -hmm. I accept this. Um, and so your teacher has been taught the, you know, the decades old practice of this. And then your teacher gives you your special mantra that you move Mm-hmm. ahead with mm-hmm. that they're called in their mind to do when they're in prayer and so they pass it on to you and then you go into prayer with your own mantra and I was saying to the teacher because we did one in person um I was like 
it feels like an anchor to me. Like the mantra mm-hmm. feels like an anchor. It's actually the thing that's like grounding me so that I can stay underwater because I want to be underwater when I'm doing this. When I meditate, I love the concept of like when I was a kid, I loved to dive under the water and hold my breath for as long as I could. And the mm-hmm. sort of the, the, the physical and sound deprivation that happens with that. It's, it's so mm-hmm. peaceful. Um, it's going to skip all over the place. A couple of weeks ago, months ago, really now, Ron and I, my son, my five-year-old son, went to like went skiing one day during the winter. Mm-hmm. And we were up on the ski lift and there was like powdered snow everywhere. And it was so cold and silent that the silence was palpable. Like the way the, the snow was so <clears throat> dense and the air was so just dense in silence, it was so beautiful that like I was really moved by it and I had shared it with him and we sort of shared this experience of having this like, like radical quiet together in nature Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when I think about going underwater and being underwater I I have that same like radical quiet so that's always what I attempt to achieve when calming my mind into the stillness Mm -hmm. and so the mantra I do feel has helped me but like not really because when because now I'm just trying I'm like I'm trying like trying too hard and that's not the point the point is like don't try Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay, but when you're trying too hard, you're, you're, how are you trying too hard? What is that? Because my mind is like, and I'm saying the mantra, saying the mantra, saying the mantra, but I'm like grasping onto the mantra to like put me down on the bottom, like to get me in there. But that's the point of the mantra. It is, but we are taught in TM that like if you have to release it because you're grasping, release it. It's not supposed to be held on tightly. It's just supposed to naturally flow in to keep you uh, still. But I have yet in the week that I've been doing it, (laughs) um, I'm having a hard time getting still. Well, because it's been a few hours. So... Are you fidgeting? Are you moving? Are nope. you just feeling like you're like it's making you kooky and you're getting riled, but you're not moving? So why do you say that it's hard? If you're doing it, you're doing it. My, the so mental, what's so hard about the doing? I, I will tell uh-huh. you, <clears throat> prior to starting TM, I did this practice with myself where I was like, wow, I don't really, I don't shut up in my head. And I said, I'm going to put my phone on voice memo and I'm going to record what my thoughts are. I'm just going to speak them <gasps> out loud so I can uh-huh. so I can see what I'm actually saying. What am I doing? What what am I talking about? And so uh-huh. I put it on voice memo, and this is literally what my th- what thoughts sound like. I have pink lipstick on today. Where did I get that pink lipstick? The pink lipstick is from this place. I like going to Sephora because Sephora has that thing that I have. But you know that Roan has to get his cast off on Tuesday, so I have to figure that out. But I went on like it doesn't stop. Oh my gosh! So um... so that shut up and listen. I'm not receiving my whole self. Like right now I'm in this transition of really wanting to rejigger. I, want, I need to get under the tool, like get under the hood and like rejigger my whole <clears throat> self. I need to dismantle everything that I've learned up until now to really build my new self as a 44-year-old person moving forward. And 
the shut up and listen, which is a kind of a, a, a aggravated way of putting it, but like the the be quiet and listen, mm-hmm. I that's gonna be. I think that that's my north star, right now. That's the north star, and getting to a place of really receiving. Because I am so such a person of output at all times. You know this about me. Like, I don't stop with the output. Just Mm -hmm. receive. There have been a few times in my Mm -hmm. life that Mm -hmm. I've been able to receive gracefully and with thanks. You have been a person that I've been able to receive from in places that have, like, really I want to practice more of. But it's, Mm -hmm. like, receiving, like, I don't need to take care of it. I don't want to take care of it. I'm going to receive all of me. I'm going to receive me. So getting quiet and listening and receiving is my North Star. This is where I'm at right now. Yeah. Receiving is a, is a practice for most of us doer people. Do you? I as mean, I feel like you, you have a pretty, I think you have a charmed life. Like, do you think that that's because you're receiving? <laughs> are you I mean are you because you're receiving this beautiful life <laughs> I, I, I love I love talking to you okay let me manage <laughs> this question um okay because because uh the receiving of my gifts come in the form of knowing mm-hmm. I am receiving that information without identifying the difference between the spirit-led aspect of it and my thought process doing part of it or like my I don't often know the difference between my mind and what's dropping in and Mm. I yes in terms of all the Claire's uh the Claire Cognances is just so it's so matter of fact for me I don't hear the voices in the way you're saying where it's going just sit down, Aaron. Just sit down and be mm, quiet. This I've never, mm. I've never experienced it like this. I also, <laughs> it's also a little bit hard to answer these questions sometimes because I feel like things are moving so fast and slow. I uh, have short-term memory, not so great. Um, I've realized now with all of the things that have happened and all the things that I just have uh, don't need in my space in terms of the mental space or. So many things I'm, I'm observing, right? So I'm trying to observe myself answering that question. And in terms of, of the charmedness of things, there have also been plenty of heavy-duty lessons. But similar to, to what we were joking about earlier, I will go figure out how to make it be easier to manage and receive. And I will aggressively go towards that where the seeking and the questioning and the discovery of it kind of helps to move whatever needs moving around and the sitting and the patience and the receiving is a little bit harder for me um but because of the circumstances of the last eight years and foreign change most aggressively i have had to cultivate the patience in a whole new way in order to maintain clarity of thought and mind because of how serious the decisions I was having to be made and the lasting impressions of what those decisions were going to do, I had to make sure I was doing that from a clear place. And so like, I, I some, and again, I've done so many things at the same time, it's really hard to give credit to any one thing in particular. Um, 
I know, and I and I have learned in learning more about these languages and and in modalities, I have learned and have new eyes on things that I used to do as a younger person. So like when I was in New York in my 20s running the streets and selling things, and whenever I needed to go to an appointment, people would be like, aren't you worried about traffic? And it's like, no, because mm. the cars are going to move and I'm just going to go. And like people would joke and get, my ex would actually get really mad at me because He's like, why is there always a parking place in front when you're driving and it's never in front when I'm driving? And I was like, because the parking gods never not shining down on me. They love me and they always know that I need to park in front. And so I, I pull up and the people pull out and I go in and we're not late because we didn't need to lose 10, 15 minutes finding a parking place. That doesn't work for most people. And I would make jokes about it. But not in the way we make jokes about our powers now. I was joking about having powers, but also not necessarily believing that that was it. I was just kind of young and cocky, and I just know, like, this shit's going to show up when I need it because it's going to show up when I need it. And that was how my life kind of always, it moved. Like, oh, I want to go on this trip. Where am I going to get the money? Oh, I got to go sell a house. And so then I'd be motivated to go sell the house, and then I'd sell the house, and then I'd get the money, and then I'd go do that thing that I wanted, or like... Oh, I'm going to buy this house. Aaron, how are you going to find the money? I don't know. I'll talk someone into giving it to me, and then I'll get the house, and then I'll just renovate it on my Amex. That's fine. Isn't that what everybody does? I don't understand. And so, yeah. I don't so, think that you are. It's funny that you said you were young and cocky, or this has been happening, and I just want to be clear when I say charmed life. You live in the, what that I mean specifically by that and what I'm hearing you say now, and I'm what's being reflected back from you to uh, me to you is you live fully in the flow like your life is literally swimming in the ocean you are fully in the I flow I am an ocean dweller I am, I am an ocean dweller but I can also I can also turn with the current like like that's what basketball. I'm saying you're in you are lying well, right. back on but the I water also... just letting the water take you and receiving all of the sun in the water it doesn't always take me where I want to go though is the thing but uh, I do, flow. I do, I am never confused about where home is for me and my sense of integrity. And so when it's time to flip or change, I am clear about where to flip or change to. And not like that is now the be all end all of whatever, but like I know how to get re-anchored relatively reasonably and relatively quickly. I mean, yeah, I, I did, I did go with the flow, but I also thought that I was manipulating and controlling a lot of things. And, um, I knew, yes, I knew how to mastermind and I know how to mastermind and I know how to pull it off and I can see, I can see what to do. I just know what to do and I'm confident enough to do it because I think yeah. that you and I share exactly that. Like that word mastermind yeah. has come up a lot for me in the last 48 hours and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm a mastermind. I get the blueprint downloaded into my head and Whole then thing. I just go. Right. Right. However, just because we can doesn't mean that we should. Correct. And that's the discernment <laughs> that you don't get to until you're much older in life. Correct. So here I am masterminding all these things. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, look what you just participated in creating the devil of your life. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I fully empowered, gassed up, created, reinforced, built, supported, expanded, you know, laid the groundwork, and then uh, it turned on me. So, Do you know where I see but, you? This is a really interesting yeah. as you're talking. I'm really feeling like where I see you, where I meet you, where I feel like when I speak to you is where it is, hmm. 
is like before all of it, like I truly, I don't know why this is happening right now, but like I see you and I meet you as an eight-year-old girl in San Francisco or mm-hmm. in the Bay, let's say. Up right, north. in San Francisco, yeah. So that's how I, like I, that's literally how I, what you are to me. I don't know why uh-huh. it's that age. I don't know why What does that, that mean though? I don't know. It's like, I don't see... I see you, obviously. I see you as your adult right. self, and I see your life that you've created for yourself, and I see all of that. But I also see, like, the eight-year-old girl who was so smart, who was doing that even then, just smart, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. took yourself to be, like, edu- like you educated yourself, in not only in, like, scholastically, but, like, all and academically, but also just, like, in life in general. And you've made mm-hmm. these really interesting choices I think based on, like, who this eight-year-old person was. So, like, when I see you, like, I see an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> Which is so weird. I don't even know what that it means. So and we've never talked about this before. No. Has this and always I'm been the just, case or just now? This is just... Are you just coming I'm to just you now? coming okay, okay, to this. Like, I'm okay, okay. Ju- I mean, I've always kind of <laughs> felt it, but, like, there's... It's never that I'm speaking to you as Aaron in the present. I feel like I'm always speaking to you from some other place some other timeline when we when you were a child and how old are you when you're talking to me in this timeline you know i might be the same age <gasps> i might be me now but i also might be the same I age but being the eight-year-old girl in new york and having my own experience of what i started to how i started to think about myself then or create myself then yeah i don't know that's a trip. There's some fucking timeline yeah. tripping. We're going to... I mean, listen. This whole linear, not linear exercise is... Time is a construct <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> Spiraling around and around and around. <laughs> what modalities are you doing right now that you've seemed to have kicked in that's new? What is new? Oh. Just like something uh, that you've started recently. Who is this person? Who is this new practitioner you got in the back pocket I want to know about? Well, it's a new practitioner to me, but it's practice that I've practiced before. Mm. Um, I was put on to a new card reader, energy reader, mm-hmm. um, Paleta, that uh, I needed to help digest a situation and understand if we needed how we needed to address. Mm-hmm. So, okay, with my knowing, I often like. Because I'm looking for, because, okay, I know things and then I get them confirmed, right? And so they're confirmed through the butterflies and the hummingbirds and the numbers and the songs and the recurring things and the, like, like part of why I needed to talk to her is because two days ago I had a special conversation with my friend in New Orleans about all of these things. Then later that day, my internet's screwed up. And so I call my guy, he's like, oh, I'm not here. I'm in New Orleans. And I was like, that is two. And I had somehow recently been thinking about New Orleans. And then yesterday I had um, a hangout with somebody that I've known for a very long time, like over 20 years. But also like the way we've crisscrossed in and out of each other's spaces, we've never actually landed and connected. And so we're talking and we're talking actually about a different spiritual teacher out here. And um, I was running something by her and she said, oh, that sounds a little shady. You might want to see what my lady has to say about that and see if she knows that person you're talking about. And I was like, I would like to receive this information. 
And so she calls her, and I don't know what. I was just like, where are you? Like, are you here? And she's like, no, I'm in New Orleans. And I was like, I need to hear everything you need to tell me. <laughs> and so then, and so then, so then, that's when I'm like, and I need an appointment. Are you available today? No, you're available tomorrow. I accept. And so that's why, um, that's where I go. I need you to help translate because I need you to confirm what's swirling around, um, in my head so that I can land some things, right? Because I'm like anything, you're trying to decipher and discern what's like, what is it? And I love some clarity and I will go and get a second opinion. Not because I don't know, and this is actually what I said to her, not because I don't feel strong in what I'm receiving, but similar to you, there's so many different things happening and there's so many different versions of how it could go and I can manage the most but it doesn't mean I need to be doing the most. I need to help clarifying through these messages. Please direct me towards the one that's doing the least. I need. I don't need to keep putting myself in situations where I'm doing the most and I'm overdoing. I um, want to do dramatically less mm. in terms of, uh, I mean, smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want to work smarter not harder but like because I've mastered patience in a really successful way over the last four years of litigation and crazy to the max the emotions gone anymore and the emotions used to here we go now we're back to before the emotions used to lead so many more of my experiences so I would have the reaction and I would go with the flow but my emotions were leading that flow and not necessarily what was best for me and the emotions are also fast moving right you're having the reaction you're feeling the reaction you're motivated by the reaction and you want to go and do and as a goer and a doer i can build and i can build it i can build it i can whatever it is i can do it but anyways the new orleans three times in a row that's a that's a check what's happening which is why I was like I need you to know and then she knew who I was talking about I was like I need to know more and I also need I need you to get some spirit translations down here for me because I need to know what I need to do in the next 48 hours and did you get so that, that clarity I did good I got it good I got it yeah. what is the timeline because I am such an emotional person and didn't realize that you're not supposed to react from your emotions until like today, like I was today years old when I learned that. Um, mm -hmm. What is the timeline? Like, what is the human timeline between you having the reaction and the emotion feeling, and then actually sitting with what it is to uh, come to some type of movement or conclusion or next action or whatever? Uh, it's kind of multi pronged, so like it depends. We live in a culture that is. Uh, teaching us now 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 hurry 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 most of that is not real that's just the most they can keep us wound up and reacting then the the then you're not making decisions from your power and you're not making decisions for you right so it's not it has to do with the time and it has to do with where it's coming from once you start to realize that all of these fake emergencies are not emergencies then you go oh okay i'll get back to you and then you decide when you're going to get back. The point is to not have a, an emotional feeling reactionary response. You want to have the moment of um, pause so it can land. 
so you can think about it, not from the activated hormone pumping space. And so, however, mm. and, and when you do that, then you get to respond. I, I know I clunked my language a little bit there, but you want to respond and not react. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you create space to receive it, mm. let it come all the way in and then pause and give your system a moment to calm down. Like it depends. That goes to go back to the um, to like the whole concept of sleeping on it. Mm. Sleeping on it mm. is, is one version of saying it, but ultimately, you know, maybe people are sleeping on it because they're getting answers in their dreams. Maybe they're sleeping on it because whatever it is. Like unless somebody is on fire and or bleeding, nothing is actually an emergency. Yeah. And when you start to remove yourself from that thinking in that space, then that is how you start to to create the conditions for you to process into where you want it to go and how you can put your best foot forward for it to go in that direction, knowing that we are not controlling the environment and or the conditions and or the other players, which is why you need to give yourself a moment to pause and manage what it is that you actually want from this. Because like stuff will come in and it'll be super insane. And then I'll go, well, actually... If I look at it like this, maybe it's not nearly as crazy and I didn't have to go add more crazy to it, right? Part of the exercise is coming to terms with the reality. Also, when you pause, you get to look at what's here and where you are and what's happening. And you can kind of separate yourself from a bit of this extra story that you create on top, that all of us create on top. So when you slow down, like what you're learning how to do in TM, when you slow down and you look at what's yours, what's not yours, what can you affect, what can you not affect, what do I really want, what do I think I want, like how long do I want this conversation to go on, how comfortable am I if it's a 15-part conversation versus a two-part conversation, like you can evaluate things in a different way to hopefully get closer to what it is that you might hope for. I've come to the conclusion recently, I got involved in some weird uh, romantic shit a year ago, which we won't get into, but I have come to the conclusion in the last 72 hours that I actually was so hopped up on the hormones of like being divorced for, you know, leaving a husband of 12 years and having a new person to look at that I was actually projecting all of me onto this person and like really nothing that transpired existed in any type of reality except in my own head well then there's that too you got to see what mirror is reflecting back to you and what it's showing you and then you got just to what you're saying like you could see stuff that's not there because you're just respond or responding to like what in your head you're seeing like the rate the red you see or the words you might see or the whatever you see or don't see it's generally has to do with all of us inside and we're all just living our own experience at all times of what our perspective is right 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 and so we have to craft and hone these tools so that we are able to maneuver around the people who are not making adjustments quickly enough for the rest of us and so that's why we do five things at once You know, and also to me, if I'm spending my time doing that, then I'm not spending my time spinning out of control worrying about the outcome. 
Because at this point, I've also realized, like, I'll just deal with that then. I don't need to deal with it now. Because the worst case scenario in my head can go way farther than what it could be. And then Isn't I've also... is that amazing? We, 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 like, throw the worst case scenario out. And sometimes that can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. When we didn't even need to, like, put that out there anyway. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, again, it's not one or the other. I think there are other things at play where if, yeah, if you, listen, if you decide, it's like, it's all these stories we've already heard. If you're going to buy a new Nissan Camry, then now you're going to see the Nissan Camry everywhere. It's wherever we focus. That's a very specific car that you just mentioned. I don't even know why where Why a Nissan Camry? I've never had one. I have no idea why that showed up. That's such a weird If you have an electric Audi... Say. I have no idea. But I'm just saying, like, anything, once you start, you know, once you start, once you start putting your attention and your energy on something, you're going to notice it more, right? And so that's where I think we yeah. should honor and give ourselves more room to figure out and craft the outcomes we really want and then figure out how we're going to get to there. Yeah. Because doing other people's version or the outside's version or uh, the construct's version, that's a no thank you. And that yeah. somehow, some way. I learned biosmosis very early. I cannot give you the clear identifiers. I don't really know that to be able to share how that happened. But I somehow, I was never following the rules. I was aware of the rules. And I was aware of how I could maneuver around the rules. I know rules exist I know somebody said somebody wants me to know yeah that i'm supposed to do this and then i go but i don't want to do this so what are my other choices i'd like to i don't even say i don't want to do this my thought is like i'm not doing that like oh yeah no it is oh i'm not i don't know that that's nice that you say that that's not what i'm in like that's not where i'm at or maybe (laughs) for you those are the rules but like those are maybe for you i'm 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 sorry you you feel the need to follow those rules but i also (laughs) tell people all the time like why are you doing that well that's what you huh well that's what i'm supposed to do well says who who says I want to I want to just bring up a moment that you and I had had where that happened with the both of us where we were walking it was covid and it was like still like major covid yeah. right so like everybody was freaking out but um we went for a walk like a hike and there were hundreds of people mm-hmm. walking in one direction. Right. And you and I, like, walked over to the side of the other yeah. road, like, walked to the other side of the road because no one was over yeah. there. And we sort of commented to each other, like, why, why aren't more people coming to the side of the road? I mean, it was <laughs> like, a whole other side. It was this... Yeah. Because, cause, like, there's this concept that you have to, like, follow this one way because maybe the arrow says go that way when, you know what, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to go on the other side. <laughs> I want to go see what's there. That's going to be the way. Yes. I want to go there. I want to see things. I want to learn things. I want to experience new things. I don't want to experience the same version. And I don't... Yeah. I don't want to experience the same version. No. Yeah. It's funny because another... Something something that happened Mm -hmm. is... um, I did did something the other night. I was out out on a date Mm -hmm. and I had some... This is such a crazy story. I don't even know if I should share it. But like... Maybe just for for us. Only for us another time. Just for for the Patreon. No. Um, (laughs) Some things are for the Patreon and then other things are just for us. 
We have to keep some. We'll things. do it just, just for us. us. I'll tell you another yeah. time. But it has to. Like, do with we have wine plenty of stories. Uh, we went to India <laughs> to the Himalayas together. So. Oh right, we studied with yeah, the Dalai Lama. We're just Lama hanging out with the Dalai Lama. No big deal. It's fine. <laughs> Doesn't no, everybody no, go do that? Oh, I don't. Know. Everybody. Huh? What? Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. I don't know. If there's an opportunity to go see the Dalai Lama, I would like to go there. That's I want to doing. hear what you have to say. <laughs> Please share your wisdom and your tools. I am seeking tools to manage crazy, yeah. and uh, I accept what you have to offer. And that, and if I, yeah, no, go ahead. If I may pull one takeaway away from the Dalai Lama, two takeaways mm-hmm. from the Dalai Lama. So we're going to share some ZL wisdom right Let's here. Go. Two takeaways. One. I love how in Buddhist practice they say that the past is depression, the future is, is anxiety, the only exist is the now. That's like right. the only exist is the now. That has really uh, has chartered my my course in the last year since we've visited Dharmshala to the Dalai Lama's palace. That second, right. <laughs> second, I like how our like name drops aren't like oh I met yeah, uh, yeah. who's somebody <laughs> random. I met Tori Spelling. <laughs> It's like, oh no, we spent time yeah. in the palace of the Dalai Lama, his 14th, his 14th, his holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, do you know him? Do you know him? We Are do. you familiar? Um, we, we know him. Um, the second was, uh, now it's escaped me. Oh, the second was that the Dalai Lama, and when we even came back from India, I heard Gloria Steinem also say it, both 84-year-old people in this world, that like religion doesn't exist. It's completely divisive. Everything that we do in this fucking world is divisive. Everything has to go back to universal law and oneness. That's right. Let's stick with the secular ethics. Fucking play, level the playing field, please. And so that both of those things are just takeaway for your audience members who want to know yes. what the Dalai Lama is up to over there in the in the in the in Himalayas. And in, in a um, less animated languaging, I would say mm. because this is something that I've also come to feel very strongly about. They're all telling the same story. They're just using yes. different characters, different names. Yes. The yes. archetypes are the same. The heroes. Yeah. Heroine's journey is the same. So yes. we, there is no real need to be frustrated because somebody's perspective is different. And again, my biggest issue with all of it is the groupthink of it all. You know what you need. If you don't, you need to spend time figuring out what you need. And you can do it in a way where you're not harming anybody else. And so... For me, the big thing that was so interesting uh, from the mountaintops, the snow pigs, um, was again, the, the, the presence and the detachment from the expectations of particular outcomes. And when we're just here, to me, just since this is a new embodiment of yours as of, which by the way, uh, was, 2019 and not even last year we're not going to talk about that Mm. time jump because whoa but um when you can just be here then that helps support you when you're in your tm and when you're just here like if it's kind of like all those questions and then you go who cares who cares why does that matter now i don't need to know that now i don't need to know that now right now i'm just right here and when you're just right here and you can just be here and the exercise is helping you release the need to be there the going through it is what slows down the voices 
And so like you like all of the things you only know by doing and you have to, you just come give into the doing of it and the hereness of it. And so like when you're called to move, you move and you yeah. hone hearing the calling and you want it to be as clear as possible from you, mm. not from over there. Right? So if you can heed your calling with your spiritual support and your team behind you helping you stay on course, listen, the same way they say that hurt people hurt people, Yeah. happy people also share happiness and like good things. And when you're non-confrontational and you're looking for how it can be okay for you and others, like... That too can spread. Right now, sadly, we're doing a lot of hurt people, hurt people. Whoo, buddy. And so it's in everybody's interest for us all to be feeling better and to figure out what works for us so that we're not just running around angry in just like chickens with our heads cut off. Because like, you don't, no one really actually wants to be suffering. You're used to it. You learned it. Your body knows it. But you can get in there and break that up and go in a different direction. It's back to you. Ha you have to. You have to choose yourself. It's really. It's so interesting because it's so counterculture too, and just even the languaging of it is interesting. But like, you have to get in. Getting really, really selfish is actually how you better serve and show up to the world. If you insanely, seriously take care of yourself and manage yourself, mm -hmm. you will get to where you want to be so that your interaction and your movements are much more smooth and fluid. And in doing that, your engagement with others, it'll follow. It'll totally follow. And so it's okay to get really selfish when you're working from a, a like an overextended position, like position and energy. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody gets what they need. That's the thing. Yeah. So like, that's the Doesn't place that I've really me. been in for some time. Yeah. And I don't know where the moment was where that really shifted, but like I hit the bottom. I hit the wall and I was like, oh, I got to well, take a look at this. I got to take a look at this. And now I'm going to go take a look at it. <laughs> when you're done feeling it, you will be done doing it. And the mm -hmm. feelings are the information and they're trying to tell you things and so you go for a lot of the, like when I was really in the hardest, hardest parts, I would sit there and be like, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? What am I supposed to see? What am I supposed to see? I can't see it. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. What am I supposed to see? What am I to supposed see? to see? What am I supposed to learn? What information are you teaching me from these feelings? Mm. Give me the information. Yeah. Just like, what are we doing? What is it? What happens when I look at it like this, like this, from the side, from the top? What is it? What is it? Because I knew I didn't want to participate in, in extending the life of that feeling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like that, you know, and again, that's a selfish thing, but also I've experienced. No, it's not. Well, no, but in taking no, better care of myself. Yes, but also in taking better care of myself, that's the only way I can take better care of other people is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. everybody gets a better version of me. And everybody yeah. should want to be giving and receiving better versions of each other. 
Because this shit is so yeah. much. Jesus Christ. Mm. So much. <laughs> and then we go back to the hysteria of it all. Because otherwise we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Yeah. But like. Yeah. You know. I commend you. As you aggressively continue along your quest. Your walkabout of discovery my, and my evolution. Aggressive walkabout. aggressive walkabout with no tools and all the tools. They're all tools of the mind in the end. You know. Yeah. So, listen. And we're just practicing. Tried yeah. that. Didn't work so great. Didn't like that outcome. Okay, cool. Let me try this one. I'm going to try this one on next. Yeah. And that's okay. I, uh, I, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate the both of us taking the walkabout mm. together. I love it when our More walkabouts cross. It's so good. We do, we do a good amount. I know. We go out on our solo mission, and then we reconvene, and we share what we've learned, and then we go back out. It's pretty amazing. Speaking of which, Mm. can I, can I plug my, can I plug my little, can I plug my little potty pod? Please potty pod it. So I am very, as we've gone into our solo paths and have reconvened back Correct. in our corners, <laughs> we both emerged with sort of the same idea uh-huh. that, uh, the same idea of building, you know, community and conversation around audio conversation. You and I love to do it. You and I love to listen to it. So I too um, have created uh, and am hosting a pod, The Mothers of Reinvention. Um, each week I sit down with rebel women and share these never before heard stories of that pivotal moment where we decide how we're going to reinvent ourselves into the next phase of living. And, um, so it really, that idea is so much inspired and spawned by just like natural conversations that you and I have. Mm -hmm. So thank you for Mm -hmm. that. Um, but I do hope that anyone listening to this, um, would be interested in listening to that. Certainly the episode where you will be on talking about all things reinvention. (laughs) I mean, but that, listen, every day we get to wake up and reinvent. We don't have to do Mm -hmm. it the same way we did it yesterday. Nobody is making that Mm -hmm. the case. We can choose. Mm -hmm. We can Mm -hmm. choose. That is the choice Mm -hmm. to make. And yes, I've reinvented so many times. I don't even know if reinvention is even... I don't know. We're just just rolling and like dropping, dropping down, lying in the... I just ride in the waves. We just... Hands up, right in the waves. Woo! Yeah, right? Give me the water and the sunshine. I am here and I am in it and I am one with all of it. One with all of it. Ugh, Jez Zeno, I love you forever. I love you. To all corners of all realms and beyond. All of the realms. All of the realms and all of the land. Ugh, thank you. I cannot thank you enough. And um, I'll talk to you real soon. I love you so much. I love you so much.